Coming from Numbers 22, we're going to start at the first verse. In the first verse, read this. And Balaam, excuse me. Numbers 22, verse 1. And the children of Israel set forth and pitched in the plains of Moab on this side Jordan by Jericho. And Balak the son of Zippor saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. Now in this, this occasion, this setting right here is when the people of God, when the children of Israel was coming out of Egypt, and that, you know, it's showing in this particular scripture of Numbers 22, is showing the trials and tribulations that the children of Israel face during their coming out. And in verse 1 and 2, it showed that somebody was watching them as they came out. Let's go to verse 3. And Moab was so afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Medium, Now shall this company lick up all that are are round about us as the ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabites at that time. So we had a king, we have a king over the Moabites at this time, spying out and looking out, looking at what the children of Israel, and it had made mention that the children of Israel had defeated the Amorites and handled them with ease. And Moab was scared of the children of Israel. Sometimes in our life, we uh, can get paranoid or frustrated. Some of the 
at things that might be going on in our life. But sometimes, most of the time, people get frustrated with you when they see, when they see how God is elevating you at a rapid pace. They were scared of the children of Israel. They was a, it was a lot of them, but they were scared because they saw how they handled another country. And when God dealing with people that already know him and but they begin to do their jobs or whatever they're doing, and the people... Let's say, for instance, a person is on their job and and they begin to move up that chain of command rather quickly. And as they move up, you have people that been there on a job for years that only wanted to do little or no work. Underperforming on their job. You have someone that come in and begin to learn and to begin to do their job at a hundred percent and begin to ask questions and want to learn. But then God began to elevate them and people begin to get afraid that they gonna take their position and now you have people trying to establish some kind of friendship with another let's read on in verse 5 numbers 22 verse 5 he sent messengers therefore unto Balaam, the son of Beor, to Pethor, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, Curse me, this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure, I shall prevail that we may smite them and that I may drive them out of the land. For I wot that he whom thou blessest is blessed, and whom he whom thou curse is cursed. Now, the king of the Moabites went to call a prophet of God. Understand this prophet did not know these people. But he was a prophet of God. And the king of the Moabites sent for him because he needed help. He felt like he would uh he needed the help from the man of God to pray for him and curse the children of Israel. For back in the scripture when he said in verse 6 that 
I know the person that you bless is blessed, and the person that you curse is cursed. People try to get people of God on their side to help take down somebody else. And the man of God did not know the people. We can be in a situation where somebody come to us crying or whatever, and trying to get us trying to get us to pray for them and to let God do something to other. But thanks be to God that most of us have a mind to seek God first and get an answer. And this is what uh, Balaam did. Well, verse 7, let's go to verse 7, chapter 22 of Numbers. The, and the elders of Moab and the elders of Medium departed with rewards of divination in their hand. They took bribery money. If you look it up, divination could, could be bribery money or whatever gift. Anything to influence a yes. People will do that. Come get on my side. I brought you this, I brought you that, so I'm trying to win you over with some kind of piece of material. Come on, man of God. Come on, woman of God. I got this for you. Let's read on. And they came unto Balaam and spake unto him the words of Balaam. And he said unto them, Lord, here this night. And I will bring you word again. After the Lord shall speak unto me, and the princes of Moab abode with Balaam. Verse 9. And God came unto Balaam and said, What men are these with thee? Now God asked the question, Who are these people? But first, before that, like I said, how the man of God just didn't just go because of what they had in their hand, he sought God first. And God turned around and began to converse with the man of God and to see who is these people and what do they want. And verse 10, And Balaam said unto God, Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, of Moab have sent unto me saying behold there is a people come out of Egypt which is which cover the face of the earth come now curse me them peradventure I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out Balak just could have just left them alone people could just leave others alone let God bless them and let them climb that mountain where God had put before them. If Balak would have just left the children of Israel alone, he wouldn't be going, he wouldn't have went through the situation that he's going through right now. And let's go on to verse. Verse 12. And God said unto Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them, Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. And God said unto Balaam, These people are blessed. 
But understand what Balaam said. I'm going to tell you whatever God tell me. And that's the way we got to stand today as people of God. We got to tell the people what thus says the Lord. What God has said unto me, that's what I'm going to say unto you. I cannot say no less or no more than what God say unto me. So if God tell me this, I cannot add nor can I take away from what God is telling me to speak at that present time. So let's read on. Let's read on. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said unto the princess of Balak, Get ye, get you into your land, for the Lord refuses to give me leave to go with you. See, he told them exactly what God said. I can't go with you. I can't even do the things that you asked me to do because God said, no, this people is blessed. You want me, to, this king want me to curse the people, but they are blessed. People want you to fight, especially the churches of God. They want churches to fight and, and, and eat and claw at each other. But God said, this people is blessed. When people try to get you to, when others try to get you to be on their side and to come with them because of another person doing the right thing. And God is elevating this other person to be what God wants them to be. But I am being who I am. I want to get me help from some other man of God or whatever to come join me in the fight against somebody that is blessed. That sounds like a, 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 I'm headed to defeat right there. Whom God blessed is blessed. But whom God cursed is cursed. Let's read on. And the princes of Moab, Moab rose up and went unto Balak and said, Balaam refuses to come with us. But, see, he told them, and Balak, Balak, verse 15, said, Yet again, princes more and more honorable than they. Now, I got to get, okay, them, I'm going to use money for it. Yeah. For an example, okay, I sent five dollars and you wouldn't come. This time, I'm going to try to send twenty dollars and see what can I get out of this man. How can I get this man of God to come here? How can I get my friend to come help me fight a battle against somebody that God has already blessed? We fight a losing battle when we go that route. Let God bless them and we enjoy their blessing. Rise up. Amen. Praise God. Let that person be blessed and be happy about it. And then God, maybe he'll bless you too. And they came, verse 16, after he said, those that are more honorable than the earth, he said more people with more authority, uh, I would say. But this is what they said. 
And they came unto Balaam and said unto him, Thus said Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming unto me. For I will promote thee unto very great honor, and I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. Come therefore, I pray thee, curse me these people. Balaam is getting a little, is getting a little frustrated here. I need your help. Please come. And I will give you a promotion. You trying to give a man of God, a prophet of God, a promotion. How high do you think a man can put you up? A man can't put you up. A man cannot promote. Yes, you can go to, up the chain of command at, at work or something like that. But God is the one that bless and promote. Remember that. And Balaam, verse 18 says this. And Balaam answered and said unto the servants of Balak, If Balak will give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or do more. You see that right there. Add not and take away not. Let, let me read that again. Now this is very good right here. And Balaam answered and said unto them, said unto the servants of Balak, if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, he can give me the castle full of gold and silver, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. We have, sometimes we hear people say, I went beyond what I supposed to do. Uh, or they didn't do enough. The word of God said do, to do less or more. It seemed like it would be disobedience to do anything other than the 100%. 99% won't do, and 101% not. It will not do nothing. 100% of obeying God is all you need. Not to do more or not to do less. Let's read on. I cannot, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord, my God, to do less or do more. That's a message in itself. I'm not going to do anything less or more than what God commanded me to do. I can say this, I can say that, but I will do neither less or more. Amen. Let's go to the next verse. Verse 19 says, Now, therefore, I pray you, Tarry ye here, tarry you ye also here this night, that I may know what the Lord will say unto me. Now, 
he yet then go. He yet had to go back to God to see what God is saying. Every time we have a situation, we need to communicate with God. No matter the circumstance, it don't hurt to talk to Jesus now, every now and then. Matter of fact, we need to communicate with him daily, as the scripture says. We need to pray always and pray without ceasing. Without ceasing. It don't hurt to talk to Jesus every now and then. And verse 20, And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the man come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that shalt thou do. Whatsoever I tell you, sometimes we, sometimes people of God, including myself, think we can do more than what God is telling us to do. God is not telling us to do a lot of different things, but he's telling us to do the things that will edify of people edify the body of Christ. Anything that's not edified is no good. If you can't edify the body of Christ, it's no good. So, but Balaam went again to talk to God, and God told him, I'm gonna tell you exactly what. To do. See, this is where we get in trouble at. God said, if the men come to call thee, then you go. But let's see what Balaam did in verse 21. And Balaam rose up in the morning, saddled his ass, and went with the princess of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went. He went on his own. Maybe the bride money got to him. You know, maybe whatever gift got to him. But he went on his own, not because when he told him that in verse 20, he said, if the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But Balaam rose up in the morning and went on. And God got mad at him. Because he did not obey to do less or to do more. He took it upon himself, as many of us are saints or Christians or whatever we tend to do. Sometimes we take it on, I believe God will bless me anyhow if I just go on over and beyond what he want me to do. But God got mad at him. Because he disobeyed what God said to do. And at verse 22, 23, as Balaam went, he, he saddled his ass, he went, 
and he traveled and an angel stood in the way. Balaam didn't even see it. Let's read verse 23. And the, the ass saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way and his sword drawn drunk in his hand and the and the ass turned aside out of the way and went into the field and Balaam smoked there to turn her into the way. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyards. A wall being on this side and a wall on that side. And when the when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself into the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. And he smote her again. And the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down on the Balaam. And Balaam Anger was kindled and smoked the ad with his staff. This animal is trying to save his life. Let me read on. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ad, and she said unto Balaam, What have I done unto thee, that thou might thou hast spitten, smitten me these three times? See, as a warning right there. The animal began to, the ass began to talk to her master. We go further than what God say, and God try to warn us through different things and through different situations that this is not the route I want you to go, but yet we trying to get mad at anything that opposes us when God is trying to slow us down and trying to put us in a path that will be prosperous and help. Now, I'm not just talking about no money. I'm talking about this man's life was at stake. I'm talking about sometimes our life will be at stake. But God is trying to put us on a path of life, but people begin to get upset when the warnings in the situations occur, slow yourself down. Slow your road. And God began open the, the ass mouth. The ass spoke. And they had a conversation. In verse 29, And Balaam said unto the ass, because thou hast mocked, mocked me, I would there was a sword in my hand, and I for now would I kill I'm I would have killed you. I thought you was my friend. I thought me and you was the best of buddies. But you mocking me and making a fool out of me. If I had some in my hand, I would use it, and you would die. Did not know the warning signs of God trying to save a life. We talking about a curse turned into a blessing. 
in the ad said under Balaam, I'm not, am, not, I done ass, upon which thou hast written ever since I was dying unto this day. And was I ever want to do so unto thee? And he said, nay. Once he said, nay, look what God did. As he, when he said, nay, because he, the, the ass reasoned with him and said, look at all these years, I have been faithful to you. And at one time, you want to take me out. We can lose the best of friends like that. They trying to warn us, but we trying to get to a purpose. So any opposition that is facing us, and if it costs us a relationship while we trying to get to this situation, God, and we begin to lose our mind and our focus on something that we trying to get to him, but God deviate, trying to deviate us to the straight way, but a friend is trying to, it's helping, God speaking through a friend, and we still oppose, what, but God did this. And the angel of the Lord, and the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, verse 31, and said unto the angel of the Lord, standing away in his and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in his way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he bowed down his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Wherefore hast thou spin that ass? Spin that ass three thee three times. Behold, I went out to withstand thee, because thy way is perverse before me. And the ass saw me and turned from me these three times. Unless she had turned from me, surely now also I had slain thee and saved her alive. The ass saved the man. Sometimes situations save us. Trials and tribulations, sometimes it saves us. If we turn that way, instead of trying to get help to defeat another person whom God has blessed, we should just go in the path. But I'm saying it, but I know sometimes it might not be as easy as we saying it right here, but we need to take in consideration not to move so fast and we yet talking about a curse being turned into a blessing and Balaam said verse 34 and Balaam said unto the angel of the Lord I have sinned he knew to repent for I knew not that thou stoodest in the way against me now, therefore, if it displeased thee, I will get me back again. I'll go back home. Because I, I was confused and, and I was looking at another purpose instead of looking at what you had told me. Verse 35. And the angel of the Lord said unto Ben, go with the men. Go ahead and go on with them. But only the word that I shall speak unto thee that thou shall speak so Balaam 
that thou should speak. So Balaam went with them, with, with the priests, princes of Balak. And when Balak heard that Balaam was come, he went out to meet him unto the city of Moab, which is at the border of Arnon, of Arnon, which is in the uttermost, utmost coast. And Balak said unto Balaam, Did I not earnestly send unto thee to call thee? Wherefore camest thou not unto me? Am I not able indeed to promote thee to honor? Look at what I got. I'm a king. I can bless you. I can promote you to great honor. If you the king, if you help me, I will I will promote you. If you help me, if you curse a people that is blessed, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna promote you. I just wanna drive them out. But little did uh, Balak know that the children of Israel had a place they needed to be. They weren't stopping there. They were just passing through. And he was looking for reinforcements to, to curse them. But if he'd have just let them pass on through, he would not have to try to go to war while he got defeated at. As I begin to close at that verse right there, we understand that when Balak saw the man of God and he knew and believed in what the man of God would say that will that will that's what's going to happen to a people but if in the day's life we understand some of us understand and we need to understand if we do not that people it's that God have going through passing through it's just that If they elevate a person on a job, don't get jealous. Work hard. If you want to do what you want to do in life, it's not going to always work your way. But if you have specific goals in your life, dreams and hope, you cannot be lazy. And being lazy and then seeing another person climbing, I'm speaking in reference of a job, climbing up because they work hard, their attendance is very good, and they continue to communicate with other people as good as they can, and then they climb that mountain and reach a place where God wants them to stay. We cannot get mad as people go up like that. We never know which way God is blessing. Some of us don't know which way God is blessing a person, but we understand that it must be the Lord. He climbing or she is climbing that mountain that's on this job, that's in, in life, 
Look at what God is doing. Let's rejoice with these people and be glad that God is showing us him. Showing us his grace and his mercy and how it is keeping us and how it is prospering us in life. Let's not get mad about somebody God is blessing. Let's not go get reinforcements, especially other people, proud buddies, to go after somebody that God is blessed. Understand the man of God, Balaam, did not know who the children of Israel were. But he was a prophet of God, and he talked to God as you read in Numbers 22. He talked and held conversations with God. But he did not know who the people of Israel were that came out of Egypt. For he would, maybe he would have, maybe he wouldn't have cursed. But he went. So, outside point, maybe he would have. But us in this life and at this time, we need to understand and we need to seek God for all measures. For everything we need to do. We need to, whatever situation comes in our life, we need to talk to Jesus. If we want to move up, what? Talk to Jesus. Don't talk to Jesus to put somebody down. Praying against other people. Help. Helping other saints talk about another saint. All this stuff. Where is this stuff coming from? Y'all know where it comes from. It's the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. All this is sin. But if we look to the hill from whence I come for our help. All our help coming from the Lord. Let us rejoice in who God is blessing. Let us not come. Let us not come together to hurt other people. And we thank you for how you have tuned in today and have listened and watched as we try to minister the word of God. We pray that you grow as we grow. Yes, we start, this is just to start off, but God is tremendously blessing us. You know, we ask that you pray for us while we pray for you. And God will step in and he'll turn that curse into a blessing. Whom God bless is blessed. And whom God curse is cursed. Always remember, remember that your blessing is on the way. And thank you and have a good day. God bless. Amen.
Thank mm-hmm. you.